0: Are we going to get are we going to get a brand new WWE NXT champion? We will find out in just a few hours from this live stream. Maybe you already know if you're watching on demand. Is a veteran of WWE's tag team division, arguably one of the greatest athletes that WWE has on the roster, is he heading out the door? And CM Punk talks about another way he could have debuted for all elite wrestling. We're getting into all of it on today's Sports gear Wrestling Top Story of the Day. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out. What's up, everybody? I'm Kev Kelman. That is Jeremy Lambert. How you doing, Jeremy? How are you in Nebraska? Bennett,
1: Lambert, Lambert's over at Fightful. Wrong guy. Well,
0: Lambert, Bennett, <laughs> Trump, yeah. which which one of you are?
1: It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I uh, am doing good, man. Excited uh, I, for I'm, Halloween Havoc tonight, man.
0: Halloween Havoc. Uh, I'm super busy. I am. I did some interviews to promote the upcoming AAW Triple Threat this weekend, Friday and Saturday. We're running uh, two big shows, three big shows. Excuse me. Uh, we're running the gym lineup tournament. Night one, uh, night two. Uh, the lineup is crazy. Josh Alexander is on mm-hmm. this. Uh, we have Lee Moriarty just signed with AEW Is in this tournament. ACH, who's who was in NXT. Uh, we're going to talk about him. So we got a lot to get into here. I have too much black on. Not so not, little, uh, not happy
1: with what they did with Josh Alexander. Not uh, happy.
0: Maybe I'll get some word from him about that this weekend. We'll talk not happy. Uh, but the Jim lineup tournament is huge this weekend. The winner gets a shot at Fred Yehi, the AEW heavyweight champion. He'll be busy this weekend as well is he takes on Eddie Kingston at Hell Hath No Fury. We're going to do a Saturday afternoon show as well outside of the tournament. Thunder Rose on that card, as well as Sky Blue and, and Christy James taking on Los Sociedad Broicas in a fans-bring-the-weapons match. <laughs> tweet at <laughs> me. Tweet at me, at Kev Kellum. Tell me what weapon I should bring. I am a broadcast journalist. I am broadcasting <laughs> backside, but I'm just going to say, maybe there's something that that is on my person that I did not know was there. Yeah. and somehow through some other other channel of people i don't i cannot confirm nor deny how this item would be procured <laughs> in the possession of one Christy James and Sky Blue to yeah. decimate uh, those foul mouth losers known yeah. as Los Socio yeah. uh, I, I'm not saying any, but let me what those. Uh, no bias. Should
1: be. No bias. There's no, no bias. bias here.
0: No bias whatsoever. So no. uh, check out AAW Pro uh, this weekend. Three big shows. You can get them all on fight.tv, fight.tv worldwide streaming pay-per-view. Let's get right into it. Halloween Havoc is tonight. This is a big one. And the word is... It is a changing of the guard, is the possibility here. This isn't a spoiler, uh, but at WrestleVotes says that tonight's Halloween Havoc, which will be headlined by NXT champion Tommaso Ciampa, taking on the surging fastest rising star in the history of the NXT brand, formerly known as Rex Steiner to his family. We now know him as Braun Breaker. Uh, is, is, he's come up the card. He's, the millenn- yeah. he's, a, he's Generation Z's Goldberg. Colorful tights, throwback to his family. Is he taking this belt off Tommaso Ciampa tonight? Because Russell votes makes it, use the word launching plan. He all but said Russell votes yeah. has seen a bunch of different things in WWE. What do you think, Jeremy?
1: Yeah, betting sites are going real heavy on Breaker right now too. So um I was fit, when I when I recorded the podcast, uh, Lost in the Midcard podcast on Wednesday night. Uh, I was talking to it with Matt, and, and I think both Matt and I agreed. That breaker was going to win but i was at the time i was about 50 50 60 mm-hmm. 40 i will and i feel as we get closer to the event tonight i feel like this is going to be a true changing of the guard i think this is the first major show of nxt 2.0 so i think they're going to make it a point to have that changing of the guard and you know i am not at all mad about it i'm happy that champa got one more run with the title i am happy that that they've decided to make this guy their their new top guy and he's delivered in every aspect uh promos vignettes in the ring he's delivered everything so i think uh, the majority of the wrestling fans are going to be accepting of him being the the nxt champion if he happens to win it tonight
0: it'll certainly be interesting to see how this plays out uh if if there is some shenanigans here and he doesn't win this title. Are people going to be disappointed? Are they? Are we going to? Are we? Are people going to be disappointed? If they tune into this Halloween Havoc show, which you've built up to for weeks, mm-hmm. uh as kind of like a, a pay per view on television, right? Yeah. Are they going to be disappointed if there isn't a title change?
1: I don't think so. I think mainly, if there's not a title change, I think having Champa as your champion, I think, is not going to anger people. If if Breaker breaker doesn't win somehow I, I think if there was someone that wasn't as universally loved as champa as champion maybe but with champa as champion i think you could go either way and the masses are going to be generally uh okay with the result
0: uh, a texting, texting in ma saying if anything i want to see breaker use the steiner recliner well
1: he's been doing it and they've been calling it a uh, Wade barrett has been calling it the recliner too uh so you know, they, they do everything they can to reference the Steiners without saying the Steiners
0: CRC with this all the time. Thank you so much, Chris. He says, uh, if anything happens, where does Champa go for here? If he doesn't, if it happens, if he loses the title, uh, I don't I mean, I, I don't mind this being predictable. But if Champa loses, I would hope, you know, maybe there's a spot for him on Monday Night Raw or Friday night. SmackDown."
1: I'll do another cheap plug. We said this on the podcast. There was an interview that Champa did recently where we talked about that uh, Champa is now more receptive to going to raw or Smackdown than he was say a year or two ago. Uh So if, if he loses tonight uh, I would expect him to get the call up and, uh, uh, and probably uh bolster somebody's team for survivor series, possibly.
0: Uh, it'll certainly be interesting. King Dixon wants to see Champa go to raw. He says here, Uh let us know sound off. What do you want to see happen here? on WWE NXT Halloween Havoc. If you already watched the show, you're watching this later on on demand, you're not watching this live, let us know what you thought of the show. Give us yeah. a, your rating on that as well. Of course, we'll have full coverage of this tomorrow night on The Debrief as well on Sports Geeta Top Story as well. So a lot to get into. Yeah. Speaking of NXT, we have an interview up right now with Indy Hartwell talking about this uh, with her very own Rick Ucino. Uh, She will be involved in a triple threat match for the NXT Women's Tag Team titles here. It'll be interesting here. Uh, so we have uh, this, this question here uh the you you i always mess this name up i feel bad i gotta i gotta say a name a couple of times here Derek k says sup kevin and jeremy any news on the third uso who is the mystery man going to be so there's a couple of the things that are going on tonight's yeah. uh, nxt halloween havoc show there'll be two spin the wheel make a deal matches so you'll have those with multiple with the women's tag match as well so it'll be interesting
1: and they're the wheels rigged anyway so
0: it's a fun wheel. i don't mind if it's rigged just like
1: wheel of fortune pat sajak yeah. has a break
0: Yes, don't make... Yeah, he can step on the brake and stop Breaking the fourth game. wall. Let me yes. break the fourth wall, uh, basically. Yeah, yes, yes. Even real fortune <laughs> escape, babe, bro. Uh, ah. So uh he has a question here about the Solo. How do you say his last name? I always mess this uh, up. Solo, I think it's Solo Sakai. Solo Sakai, I want to say this correctly. He yeah. is uh, another son of Rikishi that is mm-hmm. now with WWE. He's in the Anawati f- family. He is uh, of that lineage of The Rock and, and High Chief Peter Maivia and the Usos and Roman Reigns. And he debuts uh, with a big spotlight on him and a lot of pressure here. I would assume he gets uh, to face someone who's already price. established on the roster and beat him, mm. or uh, a squash
1: probably a price squash. I bet it's a two minute squash, uh, like
0: a glorified squash. Man. They'll We're they'll
1: bring pick. in a local jobber, probably.
0: Uh, Craig Backlund saying the Toxic Attraction are going to win those tag team titles. Yeah. This is the new trio led by one Mandy Rose. Oh, I uh, think they're, they're going to hold that.
1: all the gold. I think they're holding all the gold after tonight.
0: Uh, And, of course, Mandy Rose is taking on Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Singles title. So a lot of matches on the show. This is a stacked card.
1: I haven't heard anything about J.C. Jane, so apparently she must have been okay after that scary botched suicide dive last week on NXt so I haven't heard anything else on that so she must be okay uh they may have uh uh Gigi Dolan do the the brunt of the work in that ladder match possibly um and then maybe just have her you know lay down on on the you know you know how they always have in the ladder matches there's always someone la- you know laying down and and uh and uh, pretending to Dude, be her body's so.
0: got clear traffic man. yeah so
1: maybe they have JC take it a little easy and Gigi do Gigi do most of that work tonight
0: uh and of course you have the MSK taking on Imperium. This will be for the NXT tag team championship. Uh, this is another spin the wheel, make a deal match here. So there's a lot on the show. We have a debut and then we have the tease of this mystery person. Yeah. Uh, now there's a lot of debate about who this person could be. Ooh. Uh, and they've been kind of vague. We haven't gotten a full shot of who this person is. Our very own Rick Ucino, uh went out, out there and said it could be Paige.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. I think it's Elias, to be honest.
0: I think I think that's more of a safer bet than anything, is if it's Elias and they, they, they don't demote him, but they move him over to NXT for a solid rehab here and he does something interesting. Uh, other comments here. Love everyone joining us. If you're with us for the first time, let us know where you guys are watching from and sound off. I know a lot of people kind of pop in and out here. Uh, that is what is going on with NXT tonight. Uh, keep an eye on it. I think this is going to be a show you don't want to miss. Yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, this is a show that NXT has proven they can do some things. I know some people say they do too much. But I think these takeovers are very, very solid. The last one that kind of wrapped up the last era of NXT and this one that is the first one of it are going to do some special things. Uh, Most of the matches on NXT have been squash matches, though they've had a a, 2.0. They've had some big main events that I think have been really good. It was a real test for them. There's a real test for a lot of those younger people there. And then a, a test, a, a revived interest in, in the people that are already on there. Uh, we have people that are just yelling out sting because we're, we're doing spin the wheel, make a deal and all that good stuff here. Shout out to Travis watching from Delaware. All right. If you're watching it for the first time, let us know where you guys are watching from. Strong Island here. Timmy's in Strong Island, so thank you guys. Let us know what you are, and uh, hammer that like button. Let us know what you think of the show as well. Uh, we do this every afternoon, every afternoon, right around this time, 5.30 Central, 6.30 in the East. Uh, make sure those notifications are on so you can join us. And of course, we have Vince Russo. He had a lot to say about Money at Raw last night. It's pretty controversial takes. There's some things he said about Seth Rollins I don't agree with. Maybe you agree with him. Uh, And Seth Rollins, the new number one contender. So we have all that stuff going on right now on the channel of Sports Wrestling. Let's move on to story number two. This one's a little bit more interesting. I know everyone wants to know who's leaving WWE for AEW. That's something we talk about (laughs) almost every single week. People are talking about with Charlotte Flair. We covered that episode yesterday just because people think there's so much backstage drama. They can just make it wild assumptions. (laughs) Uh, But there's this other story now coming together here
1: with Chad Gable. Tell me about Chad Gable. Uh, Dave Meltzer uh, recently mentioned on the uh, wrestling observer radio. There are people that have suggested him to go elsewhere when his contract expires. Uh, He said, quote, Chad Gable is fantastic. He's so fantastic. And they do. uh, So they do nothing with him. He's one of those guys where I would go, God, get out of here. But you know, it's been talked about, and I don't think it's going to happen. It's been talked about, and he's definitely had friends telling him the same thing. And I know it's one of those things that's under consideration, but I don't think he's going anywhere. So apparently, Gable being told by friends to uh, to go elsewhere – but Meltzer saying that he doesn't think it's going to happen. He says that Gable is making a lot of money in WWE, and in uh, AEW isn't necessarily going to take him on. It, it's not a guarantee he would go there. Uh, so it is, uh, you know, it is up in the air. Uh, I do agree, though. Um, you know, Gable's talents have never really been fully utilized. He is—he's a great on the mic. He's great in the ring, uh, but has always been pigeonholed into tag teams and not really been.
0: To say he's never been utilized, I think, isn't as
1: is more just looking
0: at what's been happening with him recently. Cause uh, when he potential. was banging with those tag teams. He was doing some great stuff, yeah. you know? Uh, and when they tried to do the shorty G thing with him, they tried Ooh. something. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, it was a silly name, but they tried yeah. something with him, Right. So yeah. to say they didn't utilize him, I think is that's just looking at what they did with him in the last year. Right. Uh, and he's doing some dynamic things. I think he's one of those sleeper guys that if someone does leave and it isn't him, that he's one of those guys that they want to keep around. Yeah, Uh, because he already has a polish on him. He's a part of that first class of NXT that broke out really big. He can cut dynamic promos. He can work on a script. He can work off a script. Don't he can can have a great match with almost anybody. Don't forget.
1: He's on the same brand as Gable Stevenson now, too.
0: Yeah. And so I think another thing with Gable Stevenson, this big, uh, you know, this big stud from the from the Olympic wrestling world that they're bringing in here who won the gold. You know, WWE likes that legitimacy and you have someone in Chad Gable who has the same background. He mm-hmm. was an NCAA, you know, collegiate wrestler at that level and nearly was on the Olympic team, you know, and had all those issues, too. He was in he was an Olympic team. So uh, my thought process is if you're Chad Gable, the sky's the limit. You're going to make, you know, you're going to get an offer here. You know, is that offer going to be one that they keep you with here is going to be interesting or do you want to do something different? He, he could go to AEW and do some big stuff, but I do, I just think all Elite's getting a little bit too crowded with uh, hot hands that are coming over from WWE at the moment to stand out. You yeah. know, like Tony nice popped up on, on, you know, this week he was with 205 live for a long time. He was in NXT. He was in that system. Where does he sign
1: to Is officially and, signed now?
0: Yeah. And he's officially signed. Uh, but that needle didn't move. And that isn't a shot at Tony nice That needle didn't move because he's, how many he's what the fifth or fourth guy to jump over to AEW in the last how many months now? Yeah. You know? so And that's no shot at Tony. It's just, that's the perspective the fans have now. It's just a matter of who's next. Right. Yeah. And someone else will go over, but as we said, there's some contracts that are going to come up with all eat wrestling and someone's going to go over to WWE. It's
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't, and and I could see maybe Gable making the move more later in his career when his his wrestling career is winding down. He could be a great manager for somebody down the road. He can be a great person backstage as well. Um, so maybe WWE uh, with his current in ring, uh, maybe WWE is still his best option. But obviously, his friends, you know, they 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 know what he's capable of, and is they're just not getting that uh, with him right now. Uh, Taming with Otis you don't hear him really cutting too many promos they're not really going anywhere in the tag division yet either I mean it was kind of I, I saw some people like last night saying it they were a little surprised though raw was I mean raw was a good show and that triple threat tag match was good but a lot of people were kind of surprised how they didn't make Otis look like a monster like he usually is so they're kind of uh, they're maybe kind of putting those two together and just seeing uh you know maybe he's Spinning his wheels right now with uh, with Otis.
0: Definitely, they pulled the spotlight off him. They were doing something Mm -hmm. with Gable and Otis on SmackDown, but you know, other stuff happened on SmackDown, and Roman became a much bigger star. And let's give Roman another two or three segments on SmackDown. That means a lot of your mid-card guys get booted off the show.
1: Well, it takes him 15 healthy. minutes to get to the ring. So
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you have 36 minutes of a two-hour show this week. Yeah. The first segment before they even had a you know the bell ring. Uh so lot, lot going on with Chad. I could see him going either way. I think yeah. it's really 50-50. But if he stays in WWE, I don't think he stays for nothing. Just like Cesaro did not stay for nothing. You know, he signed a new deal uh earlier this year. There's a reason, there's something in that deal that made him feel compelled to want to stay with WWE Uh, and you had Brian Danielson this week saying why he left. He's like, I love WWE, but something's exciting about AEW, and it's new. Mm -hmm. And I could have stayed at WWE and and been happy, but I want to do something new and do something more wrestling focused. So with Gable, he could definitely do something more wrestling focused in the ring.
1: Plus you got, you know, Impact is a good option. They just need a better TV carrier to get a little more reach, but Impact still uh, is a good destination. You look at guys that have moved over, like Brian Myers is has had a great run since he's moved over from WWE. Heath is now just finally getting healthy. Him and Rhino now reunited after Bound for Glory. Uh, you know, so there is room at Impact where apparently some of the bigger guys may go. Uh, those big debuts didn't happen at Bound for Glory, like a lot of people thought. But that is still also a, a good destination for, for wrestlers to really shine. And a good example of that would be Brian Myers. Great example of that was Brian Myers. Absolutely true. He's doing uh, tremendous over there.
0: Uh, following up with fans here about what they expect from tonight's NXT. Uh, who this mystery person can be because that's something that fans always take the the debate on that i'm sorry i am too anytime they say a mystery man is coming i'm just let's guess let's 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 debate and who's who's gonna be here
1: yeah i Uh, I thought it was Shotzi at first but then uh, the rumors are that that draft is gonna stick and she's gonna be a heel over on smackdown so then i switched uh, to elias
0: jason michael saying it's i think it'd be either be Paige or elias so those are the two Uh, leading candidates at the moment Man, if it's Paige, that's gonna blow up the internet man it would it would do a lot of things for nxt if she showed up she has a lot of fans who are with her from that total diva show they have a lot of fans are with her from you know fighting with my family the movie and all these different things and and she's kind of sustained a, a diehard audience you know and uh fans of a certain age really adore her you know she debuted at the right time too uh, so a lot, a lot of talk here about who it is here. Uh, and Tim Hardy wants it to be them as well. So a lot of people, with different takes Other people think it'd be, uh, Dakota Kai. who has been out of the picture for NXT for quite some time. Uh, so be interesting to see how they probably play this year. Let's jump into our third story here. CM Punk, uh, made had one of the biggest moments of the year. His debut with AEW. I was there for it. Uh, a, a sold out United center, 22,000 people to see him return to professional wrestling. It is without a shadow of a doubt, the biggest jump since Jericho in the, the wrestling war between WWE and AEW. And it it had a lot of different things going on it in the simplicity of it was so big. It was just him coming out, having a promo. Oh, there's Darby. You and I are going to have a match and I'm back for wrestling for these reasons. And let's F and go, right. See it all in or all out. We'll see it all out. Right. So there was some talk of doing something else with this
1: and CM Punk's kind of clarified They could have added some other elements to this. What's up? (laughs) This probably would have pissed off everybody, but CM Punk talking with Josh Martinez at Z100. I don't know if that's in Chicago or not. That is in New York City. New York City. Thank you. Uh, Josh Martinez with Z100. Punk said that thought crossed his mind to have cult of personality play at the first dance, but not have him come out, but have MJF come out instead. And boy, that would have probably drawn nuclear heat. Uh, Punk said the thought uh, that of course did cross my mind. Once I realized that the thought on everybody's mind, to me, it wasn't the right thing to do. Not yet uh and uh you know it, it basically uh you know everybody was expecting it to happen so if punk would not have shown up there there would have been uh nuclear heat in a bad way i mean mjf does not need to be in that position to get nuclear heat. He, he can get it on his own so he doesn't need to do something like this to uh to get even more heat he can he's one of the he's one of the best heels in the business so uh you know punk made the right call here to be honest with you because i think a lot of people would have been upset if he was not at the last dance
0: absolutely
1: could be interesting for sure here Ooh, him and fish this week i can't
0: wait yeah it'll be something i i think uh aew though did get some negative news coming out of the weekend they did get preempted by baseball yep. and dynamite got moved over to saturday night dynamite and of course, Rampage ha- had an issue here, and Dynamite had to deal with the, a replay of SmackDown that was on air opposite them. That Fox, no, Fox did that because they had a less of a playoff series. They were supposed to get Game Seven of one of the 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 semifinals, and major one baseball. went seven. Yeah, the game they, game didn't go seven, so they went to SmackDown as their backup plan here. Yep, and so that ended up being on air at the same time as Dynamite, right? Yeah. Uh, and did fine. You know, SmackDown went back up over two million. Uh, so that's the difference between network television and cable uh, yep. is, is pretty significant here.
1: And, and expect Dynamite to get back over to a million on its regular time slot on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, I think it'll, I, you know, I thought when they had preemptions early in the year because of basketball that they would take a hit like that. Like they would come back to Dynamite on Wednesdays and there, you know, it'd be around 700,000. They would get a significant bump. Uh, but they were right back where they were. I wouldn't be surprised if they are, too. I think Wednesday nights is where they've developed their audience, and that's where people know them. And it's hard to get people to follow you on Saturday night. It's hard to get people to say, hey, I'm going to spend my Saturday night. in if it's not a pay-per-view uh, to to watch it, to watch something, you know, it just is with television. Mm. at least. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people chime in in here. Jason Michael, fish turn heel. Do you like that, Jeremy? Do you like it if he turns heel?
1: well yeah i mean i think fish is a good a good heel you've seen it a lot in ring of honor uh you saw it in with the undisputed era he could play the heel role um i i think it was more uh, it was a surprise that he was uh doing what he did but it was a great uh a great re uh, a great end game to have cm punk come out and uh because those two are gonna those two are gonna tear down the house I, you know if they give them 10 to 15 minutes i we're gonna have a uh, a very very good match so i, I was a kind of excited on how all that all played out uh not sure what i'm not sure what the long-term plan is for fish but uh short-term plan uh, i think it was a, a a well-done heel turn
0: happy birthday to cm punk by the way as well happy birthday to him hope he has a good one uh anthony manzano says kevin do why do you think uh, why do you think the deal with stroman impact wrestling didn't go through He didn't debut at Bound for Glory last weekend. Well, just because he didn't debut at Bound for Glory last weekend doesn't mean he's not going to debut for Impact or that he isn't going to do anything with them. Yeah, Uh, and
1: the rumors are still there.
0: The rumors are still there. You know, I mean, it was widely known. You know that Scott Demore had a meeting with Bray. uh, Had a meeting with Braun. Excuse me. Maybe he had a meeting with Bray, right? Uh, But for sure, he had one that was publicly visible to people. They could see, you know, Braun and Scott to having a meeting. And if that's not a tell, at least that they're, you know, kicking the tires to see if this is a car they want to take off the lot. Then, uh, you know, another thing is, I don't think it's always something you got to do at a pay-per-view. There were some other stories they needed to tell and did the big story. You want to be again at bound for glory, be debuts and people coming over from another organization. Cause they've done that with the past. You bound for glory. It's not, I don't think it's a pattern.
1: The problem was they were teasing that too they were teasing these debuts on vignettes to at the beginning of uh, their promotion for bound for glory. So that was why a lot of people expected but they backed it.
0: off that. And you knew mm. that you knew the Iconics were coming, right? Yeah. Mm. And they told you they were going to have some big things. I think they, didn't they run up? They ran some like internet thing that like flashed a bunch of images and it had Samoa Joe in it. Yeah. And, and it was when Joe may have, it, it was the
1: exact same tease they ran last year when, uh, when you had Brian Myers, Heath and the good brothers coming over. So
0: yeah. So, and they, I don't think they, they didn't keep the gas going on that into the show. They kind of focused on their storylines and stuff like that, which, which was smarter. Uh, all these different things. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of a busy time here, man. Things, think some stuff's going to come together here. Uh, we have that WWE pay per view schedule that is up now at sportskeeda.com. A lot of news on a lot of different things. Chris Jericho, everything is going on with him and the Chris Jericho cruise. Oh, by the way, Kurt Angle's going to be on our channel tonight. By the way, he will be on scripted unscripted episode 500 so that's going to be a really really fun one to check out uh you will be able to ask kurt angle some questions so if you jump into our chat you'll be asking some questions thank you guys so much for checking it out once again aaw this weekend friday night one of the Jim line memorial tournament honoring the founder of aaw that is going down here uh, one of the best promoters in the history of independent wrestling so it's happy to be a part of this event you can get tickets to it. Use that promo code that uh, only if a couple people know. I'm letting you know this. It's A-A-W Family. and get 5 bucks off your ticket if you're coming to the shows, which feature Josh Alexander, I just mentioned, Lee Moriarty, A-C-H. Uh, we'll also have Hell Half No Fury at 2 p.m. Central on Saturday afternoon, featuring Edric Evie, uh, going too fast eddie kingston versus fred yehi for the aaw heavyweight championship thunder rosa in action as well uh, we'll have allison k of impact wrestling fame if fans bring the weapons match with sky blue christy james take go to the go to Barricas. go to
1: home depot get yourself a kitchen sink i want you to put i want a you to bring the kitchen sink. i want you to bring the kitchen sink Oh, I got the, let's see. Oh, so that, that way the <laughs> announcers can't say that they had everything but the kitchen sink. <laughs> uh, people
0: have brought some crazy things to <laughs> AEW fans weapons matches. I can tell you that
1: they've brought some insane
0: things to these things. I cannot mention on the website. We're streaming right now. Ooh. Uh, go check that out in our archive. A. A. W. Uh dot com. These shows will be streaming live on fight.tv. dot TV. Links are up on my Twitter right now at Kev Kellum. Uh, I will be doing Carcon Carney tonight with the great James Van Osel to promote this. I'm a busy, busy me. man, busy, busy man. uh People are going to ask me about Gable Stevenson. Don't worry. Maybe maybe Gable, Chad Gable. I'm sure maybe Gable I'm sure, Gable.
1: I'm sure Featherstone's got something about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So definitely uh, join us tonight. Later on tonight, Kurt Angle will be here for episode 500 of Unscripted with Chris Featherstone. Check that out as well. You're busy, buddy. Tell them what's going on
1: yep uh we got a lost in the mid card every week we are uh gonna record uh tomorrow night for your thursday viewing pleasure we will be reviewing crown jewel as well as bound for glory uh spoiler alert both matt and i are not happy with how bound for glory turned out at the end uh we will talk about all that and more just search for lost in the mid card on your podcasting feeds either spotify itunes any of that fun stuff it's everywhere uh, make sure you choose the new feed as we switch to anchor.fm recently and we're also got a video version of the podcast on youtube help us uh increase those subscribers as well please head to youtube and search lost in the mid card we'll drop it uh late thursday afternoon early thursday evening.
0: Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Remember when watching wrestling do the most important thing that you can. And this is critical. I know a lot of people get angry about all these different things. And the most critical thing is when watching wrestling, you do this, you take a breath. You don't get mad about your predictions and your fantasy bookings, not being fulfilled by billionaires on a TV show. No, you say, wow, I'm just going to enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Talk Talk
1: to him. Time to host the Havoc. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everybody. See ya.